We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots huge on the line dancing floor that's amazing oh yeah so you can really smack the floor and swing around you need cowboy boots yeah i didn't get cowboy boots i got chelsea boots but they're great they're brown oh my god i can't wait to see them they're just i like taking them on and off they're so lovely they're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacovas is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of the Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And welcome back to another edition of us taking your calls and hearing your voices and listening to your complaints and honestly doing not a lot about it, except for listening. I'm not going to use it as call they're doing amazing, sweetie. I just want to talk about it. My mm. favorite call of this week actually was the call where someone just, I'm not going to play it. Don't. Maybe I will. Where the caller okay. just called in and read <laughs> Halsey's tweet about being in A Star is Born. Just like... I don't even know what to do with this. You do something with this. <laughs> I guess now is a good time to finally tell you guys that I have a little cameo in A Star is Born. Thank you so, so much to Gaga and Bradley for including me. It was an honor to watch both of your talent and dedication on set. An all-time life highlight for me, for sure. I guess what I was most confused about, we don't have to talk about this because like, this is not... I mean, I guess this kind of is a Star is Born segment it. or yep, whatever. Yep, yep. A segment is born starring Lady Gaga, produced mm -hmm. whatever it's called. Um, Halsey's playing herself. Yes. So in the world of A Star is Born, um, Halsey is one of the like pop stars that exists. Yes. Halsey is, as one, herself. Of, is one of Allie's contemporaries. See, I'm a little upset because I can't escape Halsey even in a movie about pop stars i would be more upset if halsey were the star because if anything ali is going to be more famous than halsey and i appreciate movies where someone becomes more famous than halsey <laughs> you know i mean it's not fiction it's also no, just yeah. you know real life okay it's, it's it just shows that bradley cooper is a genius honestly i just don't understand how halsey got the call versus like I don't know any other well, pop star I think that they could filmed. They filmed these things at Coachella, didn't they? Is so she Halsey, in the Coachella scene? Maybe she was performing at Coachella. She's and they were probably like, hey, backstage. And can she's we grab like, you for this 
moment where there's probably you... a scene where Gaga's gonna perform. Excuse me, Ali is gonna perform, and she goes on after Halsey or something. And Halsey's like, "Great job, girl." She has one line. No, she probably says like, "You'll never be as famous as me, Halsey." <laughs> Maybe Allie is being very rude to her and Bradley Cooper just edited in that clip. Do you think Bradley Cooper saw that clip and said, I don't even need an audition. Halsey, you're hired. (laughs) It wouldn't surprise me if Bradley Cooper is familiar with those sorts of memes. I don't even know what you're trying to say, but that he does his research, um, then yes, I agree. Uh, we should probably start the episode, I but think. Not for nothing, but I've been impressed since 8 o'clock in the morning. I have a whole day of interviews to do, I'm still doing them. I would never just walk by you and not meet you, so to abuse me like that online is kind of fucked up. I have a lot more interviews to do, and I promise I'm going to meet people. But please don't be mean to me. I have a very busy day, too, okay? So it really makes me upset. Please don't be mean to me. Hey, Bobby and Lindsay. Um, first time, long time. Just listening to your most recent episode where you go into the line, the witch in the wardrobe. Um, first of all, <laughs> I love that guy. He thought B.S. Lewis was still alive. Like, literally. I was like, he's dead. He was best friends with J.R. or Tolkien. Anyway, I'm not a nerd. So, <laughs> you guys are talking about Anna Popplewell as being someone that you don't know. And let me tell you, I know her very well because she is the beautiful Lola in the wonderful CW television show, Rain, which was on for four seasons. Um, I can't believe you guys didn't have have that in the show. Honestly, it's like one of the hooiest shows ever. Um, I am personally obsessed with it because, again, not a nerd. But, like, Adeline Kane, who's this, like, weird, beautiful Australian actress. She's Mary Stewart. And then, like, there's all of these random people, like, Rose Williams, so hooey. She's Princess Claude. Like, oh, Rachel Scarsden, she's Queen Elizabeth I. Like, these are, like, this is the freshman class for, like, the older who's of the next generation. And I just think that you guys should give it a little bit more attention. Uh, Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. I love to learn um, about new who's, uh, who's that I didn't know about, who's that star in... Uh, quote unquote prestige television for for teenagers on the CW. <laughs> I don't mean that like derogatorily. I just mean like Rain is like it's it's like Game of Thrones adjacent, but for yeah, it's about Mary Queen of Scots. The only yeah. Mary Queen of Scots I pay pay attention to is Shishaw Ronan. So don't even <laughs> get me started on the CW's version of Mary Queen of Scots. I bet honestly, the CW's version of Mary Queen of Scots is more fun than. The, what's, oh, then like, what's, oh, then like what's Margot Robbie crying. I don't need any of that. You're right. I want to watch Rain now. My favorite thing about Rain is that you is that you look at the the show and you look at the title card and it looks very like you said looks very prestige. It's got kind of that like what do you call the flourish at the bottom of old timey signatures? Like when they're like you know when they're done what? when they're done writing the signature and they go and they make all the loops. Like it's like like, a, like wrote, using a quill pen. If you wrote a if you wrote Lindsay with a quill pen, but then you spent just as much time as you took to write Lindsay. I know what as you're you talking about. Loopy loopies. Sure. Whatever. So it says rain with the loopy loopies underneath, and then you're like, <laughs> okay, this kind of looks like a prestige show. I didn't know about this, and you read like, oh, it's about the early life of Mary Queen of Scots. Cool. It consists of um, all these actors from other countries, like British actors, Australian actors. Okay, cool. And then historical romantic drama, fine. This seems like a show for adults. And then you scroll down to the opening theme. The opening theme of Rain is Scotland by the Lumineers. 
<laughs> and it's like, okay. What's your what's your problem? My problem what's is, the- oh right, there's a show for children. I mean, I don't think it's a show for like children, but it's definitely like we have we have the uh, if you love Game of Thrones or Outlander or shows like that, you can find shows like that across all channels for different mm-hmm. audiences. So like this is like for this audience, right? Like I watch Outlander because I want, you know, to see some time travel, um, historical, um, hardcore killing and some and somewhat hardcore sex. <laughs> so if I did not want the hardcore version of that, I could go to Rain and see a similar vibe, but you know, more PG really rated. <laughs> okay. That's good. Okay. But but I do I do want to look up the people eventually in this show when I have eventually. the time. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> not now, not for this program. <laughs> eventually. Thank you, caller. We will look into this eventually. We got <laughs> a, great, a great a great surprise in the recurring cast. So you've got like who 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 had all these like famous people, including Anna Popowell as Lady Lola. But then you have Amy Brenneman. As Mary Scott, Mary Stewart's mother. Amy Marie Brenneman? Love, love Amy, Amy Brenneman. You've convinced me. You've convinced me. I mean, we a Guilty did, remnant, we, leftover stand, reporting for duty. We got, Remember her death? Ugh. Are you kidding? She was like the best TV actress of last year. Like, I'm I'm happy that she's an occurring okay. role on a are we, CW show. Are we sure it was her and not Carrie Coon? I thought we came to a conclusion that it was Carrie Coon. You think Amy I mean, Brenneman? She was, was the number really one of come on, leftover was, season three? She was really good, though. She was great in it. You could Justice make the argument, like, Brenneman. looking back on Leftovers, that Amy Brenneman was better than Carrie Coon. Okay, I will give you that, though, now that I think about it. Amy but you Brenneman, could make Amy the Brenneman's argument. character kind of went all over the place. Carrie Coon was a steady... I love that we're like, let's take a show that no one we know watches and talk about another show that no one watches. Like, oh, you haven't heard of Rain? How about The Leftovers? It had like four viewers and two of them are like talking to you right now. Next call. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Breaking news in the fan bang bang situation. According to the website, whatsonweibo.com, fan bang bang has allegedly been arrested. Um, So basically, this guy on Weibo, who is the ex-husband of another famous Chinese actress, posted some breaking news. I just spoke to a friend whose wife works at the Wuxi prosecutor's office who has confirmed that San Bingbing has indeed been arrested. And then this article also talks about how um, apparently it's illegal to spread rumors on Chinese social media. So if they're not true or like malicious, he could go to jail. So he also talked about how like he wouldn't post anything false and uh, it's just like blowing up on Weibo apparently and then the article also talks about how apparently she had a visa approved for America and like everybody nobody understands like why she wouldn't be there if she hadn't been arrested so it seems pretty legit um so dark times for fan bing bing and the fan bing bing fandom Form Bella Thorne. This is really fascinating. Oh my god! I found the what's on Weibo. It's still rumors. 
it's maybe like nice. taken in for questioning or t- or maybe. like taken into t- well what i lo- so you found she this is the news but then i found this amazing um thing where the jackie um, chan thing i love this the jackie chan everyone's saying that jackie chan told fan bingbing to go to america to like <laughs> like seek asylum and now Jackie right. Chan's like, I never said that. Like, leave me out of this. Keep me well, out suppo- of this narrative. Well, she also reportedly was, uh, like, cited applying for asylum at LAX. Like, Bambi by a Bing fan. Was at LAX? Yeah, that's what it says. So they, they said, because, and also this this person says that they, that she also has asylum, like, that she should be in America because she has the paperwork. So she was in LAX, according to a fan, at the customs border protection office, That's like wild. applying for asylum, and then Chinese social media said that she had done so because Jackie Chan told her to, and then they were like, "Jackie Chan, why are you doing that?" And he was like, "I did not do that." So <laughs> this is just getting crazy. He probably did tell her to do that. I wouldn't do it. I would just tell her. I'd be like, "Hey, you should probably come to America. We don't care about tax evasion. We literally love tax evasion over we're here. We're so obsessed with tax evasion." God, we're like, anywhere you could go to evade your taxes. We hate taxes, and we go out of our way to not pay them. <laughs> Literally, you go to and any of our 50 states, well, you could find somewhere to go. Okay, next call. Hi, Who Weekly. Long time, long time. Um, I just saw something about the blonde salad. Who is she? I guess she's getting married this weekend. Um, can you please tell me who the blonde salad is? Um, thank you. Bye, my gay boys. Hi, my gay boys. We've talked about the blonde salad in the past, but I feel like we did not do her justice. Well, we, we like really didn't, there was really not news about her that was interesting, if I remember correctly. Somebody had just called and said, like, who is the blonde salad? And mm-hmm. we were like, oh, a fashion blogger, clearly. Like, yeah. we did the first level of research because nothing really had happened with her. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out she's like kind of an interesting figure and maybe um, the difference between a kind of Instagram celebrity based out of America and based elsewhere because mm-hmm. she is a very Italian. European uh, person. <laughs> so she... Her her Instagram fame, in the way that it's not always the case with American Instagrammers or like fashion influencers, her Instagram fame is supported with an actual like tangible business, like a recognizable business model, which is like she has a fashion line. She has several fashion lines. So she makes actual money and she has like a creative job outside of the but Instagram fame. But she started fame. the fashion she, line yes. after she became a... After she became a famous blogger. So she was like a law student in Milan, in Milano. And then in 2009, started this fashion blog on the side. It got really popular because guess what? She's like pretty. So right. she has this, she does this double duty. She becomes famous because she's pretty. She becomes famous because she's a model. She becomes famous because she's also a designer. And she's just a blogger that people like to read. Then she turns it into this like multi-million dollar empire. Then she becomes like a cultural figure. Then she meets a rapper named Fedez. So like Who FedEx is- but with a Z. Who's also Italian. They have a baby together. Last, no, early this year, you said? It was in March of this year? The baby looks like he's about, like, almost one years old. Yeah. They have a baby. They get engaged. And they just got married. So they're kind of, they're, this is an example where two pretty famous people come together and make like a super famous couple because just mm-hmm. that they're together. Like he, he, you were reading his, you were reading about him a little bit. He's kind of like not the most beloved musician, just like kind of good and fine and people, known. I was, I, I found, I found this Reddit thread of like an Australian person being like, hey, Italians, what's the deal with Fidesz? Is he actually like well liked or what? And every response, who knows if these are actual uh, Italians, was like, he's fine. 
Like he's he's on people, the voice, right? Yes, he's a voice. He's on the voice or the no X Factor, I believe. Oh, X Factor. Okay, um, but that's but that's like a big deal. That kind of is like when you represent your country on your country's version of the X Factor, the voice. That's kind of like even if your music is like whatever, that's a big boost in terms of celebrity. Yes, and so he people were saying um, so he's like Justin Bieber. But in it, in Italy, and then these commenters were like, well, no, because Justin Bieber, I'm quoting them. They were like, he was like a douchebag. Like, Fidesz doesn't seem like a bad guy. He's just sort of boring. Like, his mm-hmm. music is just very easy pop, mm-hmm. hip hop, like yeah. very easily digestible hip hop. He's had like several number one albums. He proposed to the salad uh, via rap, right? Via a rap. So he mm-hmm. rapped at her in a tux. Mm-hmm. on stage at a concert. Amazing. Then he proposed, and now they are married, and she wore a um, couture Dior dress, and mm-hmm. um, Harper's Bazaar UK Instagrammed it, um, her and her couture wedding dress, and Stefano Gabbana, one half of Dolce & Gabbana, commented, cheap. Cheap. <laughs> Which cheap. honestly drew more attention to the wedding and the dress mm-hmm. itself, so honestly she got more press because... Like Stefano Gabano's out here, like losing his mind, like commenting like ugly and cheap on everyone's Instagram pictures or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm not the person to be talking about fashion or the way you talk about fashion. But objectively, there's nothing less cheap than that dress, in terms of actual literally like, like value. especially if you just read the description of the dress, which is in the description of the Instagram. You're like, mm-hmm. wow, that looks like it might be a very expensive dress. It looks like one of one of your most expensive options when it comes to getting married. Anyways, maybe uh, Stefano Gabbato isn't a fan of Instagram famous uh, people. I will say what's cool about uh, Kiara or the Blonde Salad is that she is the CEO of her own company, which is rare. Yeah. Usually you're just the figurehead, which mm-hmm. is also totally fine. But she just happens to want to run the company. And so it's not an easy job, I don't think. <laughs> like it's... Yes. I was saying this to Bobby earlier. It reminds me of The Intern, you know, the movie The Intern, that yeah, the Nancy Myers movie. Yeah, I know the movie The Intern. I know you do, but, like, do people know it? Anyways, like, one of the <laughs> plot lines is, like, Anne Hathaway wants to be the CEO of her own company. And they're right. like, no, you cannot, you, you shouldn't be the CEO of your own company. Like, you're not good enough to be the CEO of your own company. And she's like, oh, but, like, I am. And it's this whole thing. Anyways. And then she, she is, does she take CEO at the end? I she does. That That's, like, yeah, the ending. But, it. It, but it's this whole thing where it's, like you know like you can still run the company but you could be the figurehead like we yeah, still want like, you to be part you're of this too busy and she's to like be CEO. no yeah, yeah. anyways um, um the last thing i want to say about the blonde salad is um how she came up with the name blonde salad this is great so let's read a direct quote from the blonde salad herself i came up with the name blonde salad because i wanted something that represented me at the time i was even blonder like blonde blonde and i wanted my blog to be a mixture of everything like a salad jeez so if you thought truly, oh, is because she's blonde Smart. and loves salad. The answer is kind of. <laughs> it's close. Do you think I blonde like salad makes more sense in like Italian? No, the Italian salad. No, just like in Italian language. <laughs> I don't think like, this. I don't think this even exists in Italian. Right, because it like, doesn't yeah, exist in American either. <laughs> I feel like the language would reject that term. It's like, just whatever great the translation to me. is. Because she took just words that are like in the, you know, like a word scramble of like words, like uplifting and like words for women, like words. She like went into the word <laughs> bubble and was like, I'll take blonde and I'll take salad, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Do you want to hear blonde salad in Italian? Thanks yeah. to Google Translate. Listen. 
Insalata bionda. Insalata bionda. Perfect. Also, don't order that at a restaurant because you'll get disgusting salad. Insalata bionda. Oh, thank you. Hey, Who Weekly. This is Carly calling after work from a frantic Snapchat message from the guy that I'm dating asking if I knew about the rapidly developing Vanilla Ice story. Um, He said that Vanilla Ice is, like, stuck on a plane in New York that is back from Mecca, as in, like, the Mecca. And there's, like, 100 people on the plane, and they're all really sick, so they're not letting them off the plane, but Vanilla Ice is on it. And I haven't had time to do any of my own research, but... I thought you may want to know. Also, this could all be a lie because the guy that I'm dating doesn't normally know anything about this kind of thing. I should get him to listen to the podcast. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, love you so much. Um, Bye. The guy you're dating is not lying to you. Also, imagine like having the the skill to make up such a perfect lie where it's like there's a contagion plane and vanilla ice is on it. Like that's just too many details to be a lie. Also, caller. She said, the guy doesn't normally know about this kind of thing. It's like, what is this kind of thing? Vanilla ice on a quarantine plane? When have we seen this before? (laughs) Okay, so yesterday we have like a group text and it's like 99% like pop culture garbage and a star is born memes and like just the worst. Bobby slides in with the like contagion plane, like Mm -hmm. not the vanilla ice aspect of it, just like the fact that it is contagion plane. He's like contagion, like link to plane. (laughs) <laughs> and then everyone's, you know, like has to make like a bad, uncomfortable joke about like how we're all going to die or whatever. And how like Gwyneth Paltrow's patient zero. Yeah. Remember, she they pull her face back. Anyways, this is all her fault. So there was a plane landed. I love Contagion. Her be- so One of her best much. performances. She's so a perfect casting in Contagion. Also, it's like, that movie is It's like perfect. casting Drew Barrymore in Scream. It when Gwyneth Paltrow dies, it's uh, like, oh. And, and then the end zero. Oh my god, the end with the camera. It's a perfect, oh it's a perfect movie. Anyways, it's the best movie. Jude Law's teeth. Oh god, perfect movie. Jude Law is a blogger. Okay, um, where, where was I? Anyways, I yesterday no a plane flew in from Dubai. A plane, not just like a normal plane, like a three hundred, four hundred person plane, like a double decker plane, five hundred plane, five hundred. A huge plane landed. I guess a hundred people on the bottom of the plane, like on the first level of the plane, were sick. But then also I heard that it was just 10 people. So it was like a little bit of a confusing news situation. Yeah. Fine. The final count is that it actually was 100. But like 100 people complained like, of illness. Mm, like I have a headache. Okay. Every it's time like I someone, fly on a plane, I get a headache and a stomachache and I want to die. Be, I'd be like, oh, I complain of illness. I'd be like, right, this it is would gross. Be, it would be, a, it'd be like someone barfs, you barf just because of the barf. Yes, exactly. <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like whenever you're on a plane, you feel like shit. I would feel if everybody was like dying, I'd be like, I also feel bad. But it would probably just be me like being on a plane for too long. You know, they're like, Lindsay, but you're not actually sick. We did a blood test. And it's like, yeah, but I've been sitting next to poop for six hours. (laughs) Sitting next to poop. (laughs) Okay, so they they landed this plane, blah, blah, blah. Everybody was like, oh, no, contagion plane. (laughs) I have a question. Is the plane still contagioned? Did they get off the plane? They're off the plane. And the what, was, uh, what was the problem? People are uh, saying it was probably influenza. So it says the rest of the passengers were released after evaluations. Um, only three passengers and seven crew members were actually taken to a hospital. Everyone else was just released. Okay. So one of the people that was released who wasn't sick, who claims he was on the second row of people that didn't get sick, was, I guess, the Vanilla Ice. Floor. Vanilla yeah. Ice, yeah. 
it's kind of great that whenever anything happens, there's always like a minor, minor celebrity involved who tweets about mm-hmm. it. And everyone's like, wait, you were there? And he's like, yeah. So Vanilla Ice tweets like, I'm on this plane. Like, it's crazy. They're not, like, letting, they're not letting us out. And there are ambulances all over the tarmac. Meanwhile, like the AP is on the tarmac taking photos of the plane. So you're seeing two sides, the APs and Vanilla Ices, which is a very cool little, a very cool binary. Right. I only want my news from like the AP and like a minor celebrity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know. Um, but he's fine. Your boyfriend, or not boyfriend, the guy you're seeing. Wow, way to like way to downplay that. So if he's listening, he doesn't get uncomfortable. Well, she <laughs> said that. I don't want to. I don't want to say their Did boyfriend. Did you but, call me she really your boyfriend him. on a call-in to a podcast that I don't listen to 100? percent I'm sorry. Mm. If she says that this boyfriend doesn't typically know about stories about Vanilla Ice and Contagion Plane, he does not listen to Who Weekly. We never talk about either of those things. And if he, if her boyfriend listened to Who Weekly, she would have led with that. You put like a funny, you put like a funny update on Vanilla Ice. I honestly oh, yeah. don't care because the only update on Vanilla, Vanilla Ice I need is that he doesn't have the flu. Oh yeah, he doesn't have the flu. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, what's uh, what's this? Next Hold call. on. Hold on. I mean, my best guess is that this was either meningitis or encephalitis. And with encephalitis, we're in the dark a lot of the time. If it was summer, I might say a, a bug bite, you know, West Nile. Herpes can cause encephalitis. She didn't have herpes. What are you talking about? Okay. What happened to her? What happened to okay. her? Okay. I love that. <laughs> Me when I find out Gwyneth Paltrow's There's dead. like no iconic scene in Contagion. It's just the whole movie. When the bat poops is the most iconic scene of Contagion. When the bat poops on the pig and you're like, no. <laughs> Isn't that literally the last scene of the movie? Yes, there's like a montage of the bat of the whole thing. It's like, it's like the bat poops goes on the pig. A, the pig. She goes the to pig a goes restaurant. To the da, da, da. She goes the back. She goes, goes back. to the hotel. But Gwyneth doesn't Paltrow she like, eats the pig? She goes back into the kitchen too. Like that's part of it. Like she's like VIP. So she, right? She tastes. I think she gets a special taste of yes. the Contagion pig. Yeah, she's like, mmm, love it, mmm, I love Contagion, I love bat shit on big ass. Okay. And then Kate Winslet dies too? Oh my god, everyone dies in Contagion, except Matt yes. Damon. Yeah, and then he, his daughter goes to prom. Okay, I don't care. Play the next call. Marion, Marion Cotillard is like, what's up? Doesn't she get kidnapped? Okay, moving on. <laughs> there could just be a podcast It's like two people trying to remember a movie they've seen and love, but don't, like, haven't seen for a while. Hello, um, I'm calling because I just wanted to know more about Christina Milian and M. Pacora. I find Christina Milian to be quite fascinating because, like, she had, I don't really know what she does, because she, like, had a 2004 hit called Dip It Low, um, that was fun. And then she, like, I think she was in a Nick Cannon movie. She was in a movie with Nick Cannon uh, or something like that. I don't know. And then I think that she, like, she was married to the dream, and she was on Dancing with the Stars, and she dated Lil Wayne. But, like, has she really, like, had... I just don't really know if she's done anything more significant, and I was wondering if she, like... Has she really made a two-decade career out of being kind of like this girl that does special appearances places? Like, I've seen her, like, she's best friends with Karuchi Tran, I think, but, like, 
it's been a long time of her, like, not doing anything. And then also, who is her boyfriend, M. Pacora? Uh, I saw his name, and he looks quite handsome. Um, he was there, were on TMZ because they're home. Who to us. So please let us know. Thanks. Okay, so Christina Milian, I love her too because she's like everywhere and nowhere. It's like, what does she do? And I know she had like, you know, her pop hits, but then it's also kind of like she really does feel like sometimes she's everywhere. And I think that really came to fruition when I was saying this to Bobby earlier and he said, save it to the podcast. Do you remember when Christina Milian was on The Voice, but she wasn't a judge? She was like the social media correspondent. I do. That was and that was the best cut, thing because they would, she was never in the room. And they cut her role. Like they like that doesn't exist anymore. No one has that job. And it used to be like, let's cut to Christina Milian in like the Sprint PCS mobile like tweet room. <laughs> and she'd be like, I'm Christina Milian. And like, here's a tweet from you. And it'd be like, I love so and so like hashtag blah, blah, blah. And she'd be like, OK, back to you, Carson, or like whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was just the weirdest, um, very purely mid 2000s example of like people trying to integrate social media onto television, which like mm-hmm. literally never, ever, ever works. Remember when Car- that was Carson Daly's job on the Today Show? But yes. then he just like became a regular anchor because they were like, this is stupid. He still sort of does that, but it's like th- you can't make an entire job for this right. specific thing. Right. Lindsay, before we get into why we're talking about her, tell me some more interesting stuff about Christine Milian. Okay. Apparently in 2015, she had a reality sh- rea- Apparently in 2015, she had a reality show on E, which I didn't watch. And then I didn't she, either. she's like the busiest person alive, I think. Like, this is actually wild. I can't stop seeing things about her that she's done. She was the judge on a show called Superhuman that I never watched, which is fine. Just because we don't know these things does not mean they're – it's not a value judgment. It's just like I no, didn't know no. she was doing all these things. And then I went to her Instagram because I was like – actually, I see her a lot of Instagram. Like, what is she doing on Instagram? And literally her bio is every single – company that she's involved in like owns or support you know co-owns or whatever and it she has a jewelry company she does she has a facebook agency partner that she runs with a guy named josh or something she josh it's called personal technologies weird she has a wine company owned by christina and carmen million along with publicist robin santiago um so she you can buy her wine she also owns a travel something or just she has an account in which she travels and then she also either stars on or co-produces a 50 cent show that airs on crackle so crackle a crackle original christina million is literally the busiest person ever and yet i don't know anything that she's busy doing that doesn't mean anything again she just is very busy she's very very busy i mean anyone who owns a social media company with someone named josh must be Completely without extra time, spare time. I mean, it's just crazy. It's like you you expect her to have the wine. You expect her to have the travel. You expect her to have the the gold jewelry line. But this one, Persona, internet face, internet company, Facebook agency partner, apps, chatbots, chatbots AI, and AR by Josh Bo, because I'm reading his Instagram name, by Josh. Oh, my God. He also – he – by this guy named Josh and Christina Milian, featured in MTV, Forbes, New York Times, and more. So it's like, I'm not going to dive any deeper into this, but I'm just going to have to believe it and say like, wow, Christina Milian owns a Facebook agency partner. But that's not what we're talking about right now. The reason we're talking about Christina Milian is because she can't stop getting robbed. She and her boyfriend. 
I mean, maybe the person is looking at her Instagram being like, this woman better have a lot of money. She has so many companies. Well, it's, it's funny that you bring up Instagram because that's one of the reasons people are speculating she keeps getting robbed because she keeps Instagramming whenever she's not home. Well, um, she has literally a travel Instagram. Yeah. So, so they're, they're following um, Instagram.com slash more million where you get to see where she travels. I mean, people should have learned this a long time ago. Kendall Jenner, I believe, is the one who spoke out about this really loudly where she was like, or no, it was Kylie. Don't. She was like. I don't like, post when I'm actually traveling because. I don't post. I airplane mode all of my Instagrams. So yeah. they're just like drafted up top. Mm-hmm. And then I post them once I'm back home so that no one knows when she is places. And, and you're I feel saying like that's sort of, she that's got sort robbed. of fame 101. And you're saying she got robbed many times. She got robbed just twice in one twice, week. Twice. In one week, though. In one week by very else? clever robbers. Who else was robbed around the same time, too? Someone else was robbed, too. Bella Thorne? Yeah, was Bella Khalifa? Thorne. All Re- robbed. Uh, Ray Strummerd? Basically, do not post when well, you're on vacation. The Ray Strummerd thing was different because that was an armed robbery. So, like, people, like, ran in, like, with weapons. The other the other people were robbed um, sort of with the intention of going into an empty house, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, they assumed no one was home and they wanted to get in and get out. Same. And again, I think it was a situation where they just knew they knew that Bella Thorne wasn't home. They knew that Wiz Khalifa wasn't home. They knew I that Christina Milian wasn't thinking, home. I I didn't rob Christina Milian, but I keep thinking of myself looking at Christina Milian's Instagram being like, wow, I didn't know if Christina Milian had so much going on. Like, I should go rob her. <laughs> like, that's like that's the journey of the person where it's like, whoa, like, she must like, there must be a lot of good stuff in that house. She, like, she's busy. She's, she's busy. Getting paid. I don't Christina think she Milian is getting paid. I don't think she was busy, but she's busy. Let's talk about, speaking of busy, let's talk about her boyfriend, so, M. Pecora, whose real name is Matthew Tota. Her ex-husband is the dream. Um, yes. The song Iconically, her ex-husband is the dream. They, ha- they, I don't know what the deal with the relationship was, but it ended kind of badly, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't that great of an ending. And now she's no. dating this really interesting guy named M. Pecora, whose name is just Matt, I think. He goes by Matt. His name is Mathieu. Yeah, Matthew. Mathieu Tota. Mathieu, but like the French Mathieu. Mathieu. Mathieu Tota. Yes. <laughs> um, and he's a French singer. And he also is the He's host. been in like boy bands. He's the host of The Voice. Yeah, one once of, again. One of the coaches. So he's the host of The Voice. The other guy that we talked about, Fedez, was the host of, was the judge on, a, on an X Factor. This guy's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven albums. Seven albums. Yeah. Did you Google, like, what do French people think about uh, M. Pecora? I didn't do that because okay. I feel like he's less interesting. But he has a very, like, model look. He has one of those, like, very he's a like, hunk. chiseled jaw lines. He's kind of a hunk. He's kind of a hunk. Everything is very... No, he is a hunk. Perfectly quaffed and kept to the point that, I mean, he just looks like a model. He looks like a model. Yeah. Um, he, because he is, sort of. Um, he said he was searching for an artistic name and happened to be talking to his grandmother of Polish origin. And she said, Pokora. Tota immediately decided to adopt the word as his stage name and shorten his first name to Matt. It means humility in Polish. Oh. Thank you, Matt. I mean, thank you, Matt's grandma. Thank you, Matt's Polish grandma. That's great. And he was in a French R&B group called Mike Unity. God, Mike Unity. Mike Beautiful. Unity. Um, and he he was in that boy group. Well, he... Let's see. Hold on. Oh, he was the judge on a show called Pop Stars that helped make boy bands. So he's been a yeah. judge on these reality shows for music for a long time. And that mm-hmm. actually might be why he still is kind of relevant because I got to say these shows, I feel like I've said this before, these uh, competition, music competition shows keep irrelevant people relevant for a long time. 
Like they really do. Like bringing pe- they really bring people back. That's that's their number one job. You know what I mean? Like not to be rude to Christina Aguilera, but when she wasn't doing anything, not that she wasn't a famous name and people did know who she was, but she was blatantly not doing anything, and she mm. went on The Voice, and then it, she was like very very she relevant was doing again. Something. She right. was doing something, but not the just doing something you know, like showed her personality, showed her talent, showed, like got got a very an amazing opportunity for like a comeback essentially. From next that. thing you know, she's performing a song at the end of the film "Life of the Party." Wait, what song? Oh, she's actually stronger. Oh, I forgot. You'll the never worst let that down. Movie I've ever seen in my well, life. next thing she knew, she was on moves like Jagger, and then she had to release her own album, which you know, no was comment. a flop. You know, it was a flop. We okay. call it a flop. Ugh. We call a flop a flop on this show, and it was a flop. Oh, f- we call a flop a flop. All right. Moving on. Hi, um, Jamila Jamil of The Good Place fame. Uh, who are them? Thanks, bye. Who are them? Who? I think who? Who? Yeah. Wait, who? who? Jamila Jamil. Who? She's a who. She's a who. She's a who She's... making waves, though. And if anyone on that show is on the fast track to becoming a them on the good place. I mean, it's her. Oh, for right? sure. She's the, lo- she's the character everyone loves. Um, well, she's also just a beautiful woman yeah, she's gorgeous. and really funny and has a great personality. She gives a great, she gives great quote, um, which we'll yeah. get to, um, and has a point of view. She's also no offense to Americans, but she's also British, which means like she just sounds smarter. So <laughs> when, when she gives interviews about, you know, actual like political things or provide social commentary. She's very articulate in yeah. a way that Americans are not always. Yeah. So when Jamila Jamil is talking about like the patriarchy, you're like, damn, true. That's correct. Like, yeah. But like when Kim Kardashian talks about the patriarchy, you're like, mm, uh, mm, well, we just sound know. stupid because we're stupid. But I will say, yes. um, but that's my own like American problem where I just believe anything said with a British accent. So she, you mentioned it, you kind of glossed over it. But she recently did say some stuff about the patriarchy. You weren't just saying, mm-hmm. oh, she's out there saying things about the patriarchy. Uh, Jamila yes. Jamil has said a lot of things about Kardashians, especially. Um, but it's funny because it's like she's not even – she's doing it in a way that's so smart and so thoughtful that they can't mm-hmm. even, like, clap back to her because it's like, you know, Kim came for, like, Chloe Grace Moretz when Chloe Grace Moretz, like, said something. She was like, what yeah. did you say about me? This way – it's really hard because Jamila Jamil is saying it in such a smart way where she's like, it's not about, um, it's not about like self, like body positive. Like she kind of explains why it's not. Cause obviously the argument to, Oh, you should be this. Oh, like you're not a good in- example for kids or you're not da 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 is, well, it's my body and I should be able to do whatever I want. And that's feminist in its own, you know, that's yeah. feminist too. She's kind of arguing against that point already. She's saying it's not. Yeah. And she's saying that they are God, I'm not even smart they're like to argue stand-ins. Which. She's like they're stand-ins for the patriarchy. They are just because they're she's like just because you are a woman and you're talking about women's Does issues not mean, doesn't mean you can't be supporting the patriarchy and she's saying that they are doing that by right. quote selling us self-consciousness. I mean, you so should she's play saying, it. Like, entire, she says it better than we're yeah, saying. I'll it. play it here, but basically her her point is their product that they sell and have been selling for years is self-consciousness and what she means by that is it's like let's make young young women women girls as self-conscious as possible about their body about their personality about their brand about their lifestyle so that they buy these things they do these things they live this way and right. um she has been like over the past few months maybe about a year very much kim like points out 
Kardashian social media yeah. posts and it's like, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. And she recently was on um, BBC Radio, Channel 4 Radio, and explained herself uh, very well, better than I possibly could, because, again, she's British. The double agent for the patriarchy is basically just a woman who perhaps unknowingly is still putting the patriarchal narrative out into the world, is still benefiting off, profiting off, and selling a patriarchal narrative to other women. But it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. You know, just because you look like a woman, we trust you and we think you're on our side, but you are selling us something that is that really doesn't make us feel good. You're selling us a, an ideal, a, a body shape, a, 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 you know, a, a problem with our wrinkles, a problem with aging, a problem with gravity, a problem with any kind of body fat. You're selling us self-consciousness. Well, just funny because it's like you could do this stuff and be get one hit from it and kind of just like get ride that hit where it's like because the Kardashians are easy targets because they're so famous. You know, you yeah. can kind of like you can like give a little poke, a little poke yeah. and you're fine and you get a little bit of a bump and they get, a you know, you whatever. But she is like actively doing a dangerous thing, which is kind of like doing it over and over and over again, which like could make her look bad in a way but because mm -hmm. she's so smart and thoughtful and really like knows what she's talking about it doesn't actually make her look bad at all even yeah. if you don't agree with her like even if you don't necessarily think what she's saying is right the way that she's saying it and kind of the persistence and how she's going about it is very good I mean it it's hard to kind of argue against or yeah. like they can't they are their their response to this because there's no way they haven't had like several meetings with their PR about this Silence. their response is almost certainly don't say anything don't say anything because you can't win against her you can't win against this argument and you can't win against a British person right you know? like for every time Jamila Jamil speaks um, Kim Kardashian will like get somebody out of jail like that's like, her only response is like to do like something some not that again not that what she's saying is even making that big of a blip because she's not that famous right do you know what I mean she's not She's not. It's not like it's, you know, Chrissy Teigen or like somebody coming out and saying something about the Kardashians. It's someone yeah. on a relatively small show who no one's really ever heard of. Again, love the show, love her, but saying a little something. So it's going to take a lot more for her to mm -hmm. get to that level where the Kardashians would even respond maybe. Yeah. You know? I just love I just love when British people complain about American culture in like very articulate ways like Emma Thompson. Did you ever see that video of Emma Thompson talking about like me too? Yeah. And it's like, "Oh my god, you're so much smarter than any of our like iconic legend actresses." I mean, like Meryl Streep could never. British people have their own set of smut that they can attend to oh, also. I know. I like know. but it makes whatever. me feel good as an American. That what? I'm like, "Thanks for thanks for your support." Thanks oh, for like, saying this better than than our people can. But is there anything else about Jamila Jamil Although, that like, we I mean, maybe know? maybe all maybe all Britons want is for me to go on a rant about Theresa May or like Brexit. You know, maybe that's all they want. If you're British and you want that, tell me. I won't be able to provide do, it, but are tell you, me you, you gonna, want it. I was gonna say, do you have to like study up or something? Tell me you want it. Like maybe Britons love it when like Jimmy Fallon complains about Brexit. They're like, oh, that's what we needed. Like. A strong American accent. I mean, we did complain about Brexit. about Brexit. Americans had a lot to say about Brexit. Like, what I'm saying is, maybe they loved it. <laughs> um, this is getting incomprehensible. So let's move on. Speaking of Americans and politics, Piper Perabo got arrested at the, the Capitol, the Supreme Court. I don't really know where it was. Anyway, I thought you guys should know. Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. 
So another amazing news story that happened that had no celebrity element and then like later on in the day, just as just like the contagion plane, um, somebody was like, hey, uh, Piper Parabo was there. <laughs> and suddenly I was like, what? <laughs> just kidding. Lindsay's like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Then Piper Parabo is mentioned and you're like, stop Justice Kavanaugh. No to Kavanaugh. No, what? It, no, excuse me. It's just having this is this business that we are in. It's like you got to have two brains. It's like. I have, like, the brain that cares about all the, like, shitty stuff going on in our country and our world, and that brain has to be separate from the who brain, because when they mush together, then it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, it just doesn't, you can't, like, you can't, like, get to the point of anything if you're too, if you're smushing together, like, Bella Thorne's latest single or something, and you know, the new Supreme Court justice hearings, like, or whatever, you know, the confirmation (laughs) hearings, like, you just can't smush them. Yeah, that's true. You'll go crazy. So what happens is when they do smush, like Piper Parable you getting arrested, you're like, like, what's more important? Uh, what does it mean that it's your job? So it's difficult. Piper Parabo was at um, the Senate office buildings earlier this week at the Kavanaugh hearings. And she was one of the many, many protesters. Most of them are women, by the way. Shout out to shout out to our uh, politically active ladies. Um, <laughs> shout out to most women. Most of them are women who went and took it upon themselves to be like, "Fuck this dude." Um, and she got arrested. So did a lot of people. And she tweeted about it. And people noticed because people She's... watch COVID affairs. <laughs> COVID affairs was big. People like Coyote Ugly. Yeah, they and it was Piper it was Parabo. Piper Parabo. It was Piper Parabo and the women who dressed as the Handmaid's Tale ladies who made the real oh splash God. at these hearings, um, and they were arrested. Um, and you know, good for Piper Parabo. I don't even know what to say about this. It's like good for, good for Piper Parabo. <laughs> I know doing her civic duty. I didn't go to the Supreme Court hearings. Yeah, well, maybe you should. Piper have. Parabo did more. Piper Parabo did more. Is that? A, I feel like there could be a rhyme. Piper Parabo went. To the hill. If you can think of a rhyme about Piper Parabo getting arrested on Capitol Hill, are you saying that because Piper Parabo's name sounds like it should be like the name? It's like Peter Piper picked a Parabo pepper. Piper Parabo sounds like a nursery rhyme. But I love this photo that she posted of her, this like selfie of her looking lovingly at the Supreme Court because she just like loves the Supreme Court and she doesn't want Kavanaugh on it. And it says, I love America more than any other country in the world. And Exactly for this reason, I insist on the right to criticize her perpetually, James A. Baldwin. No, it's great. It's great because it's the celebrities who protest or, you know, they always get called unpatriotic or whatever. And then I love Mm -hmm. the comeback is like, I fucking love America. Like, I love America. And I just I I love that we to come to combat that type of accusation you have to go above and beyond near patriotism and then you come out sounding like a little woke like a little crazy because because <laughs> proclaiming your love for america in 2018 is like just a wild thing you mm-hmm. know so yeah. if piper it's parabo complicated. it's a complicated it's com- relationship right right we have a complicated relationship with america but guess what i don't have a complicated relationship with piper parabo i love her i love her Wow. I love this descriptor because people, number one, people has to write about politics. Number two, they have to write out Piper Parabo and her relationship to politics. Number three, they have to write the sentence, the Coyote Ugly and Covert Affairs star, 41, had been protesting the first day of hearings of the Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh. You're so right. I didn't even think of it like that. This is what's crazy. When, When you click, like, 
Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh is a is a hyperlink to another. And like, oh, well, to you what? typically you would expect them to like, not even typically because people of course links to themselves, but it's like. You think you're going to get information on Brett Kavanaugh? Maybe we'll go to his. Maybe we'll go somewhere on like the New York Times or the Washington Post or like the AP about like Kavanaugh's stance no. on anything like his platform. No, it just links to a People article called "Where Supreme Court Nominee Brett Kavanaugh Stands on Abortion and Other Hot Button Issues." No, people gets it. People Their gets political it. reporting. They went. They linked to their own people political reporting. Um, I wonder. I was actually thinking about this. I wonder how the other tabloids covered it. The ones that aren't necessarily because People is not owned by American uh, media. So I wonder if the other ones covered it in a more. Uh, well, you know. we can find this out really easily. So we can look at Us Weekly's version of this. Do they have it? I'm sure. They Actress have it. Piper Parabo arrested for civil disobedience. Whoa! So that's a little bit of a different. That's a little bit of a difference because spin? they put the actual. Um, the crime. They put the crime in the headline, which is something that people did not do. Mm-hmm. No, but their lead is taking a stand. The headline is the only real difference here. So there is a little bit of difference, maybe There's not a little bit of a maybe total difference, a, but it's not it's not, not as much. Yeah, it's not yeah. significant. Not as much, um, but good to know. And they also link out to NPR. You know what? They do more than people. So with that, we're done with Piper Parabo at the Supreme Court, Mrs. Parabo, Miss Parabo. We goes talked to about Washington. a lot of issues today. Got so many issues. We're very political sometimes. I know, but I, when we talk about issues, I come off being like, "Did I sound dumb?" Sometimes I swear Probably. I know stuff. Um, Probably that's fine. Whatever. So please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love it. It helps people find the show. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. What else? Oh my God! Call six one nine who them if you want to leave a question or a comment. And uh, that's it. I think. Right. Yeah. Are you Italian? Are you French? Do you know more about Mapacora or um, the rapper Fedez than we do? I'm sure you do. Give us a call and let us know. And uh, check us out next week. Uh, see you again on Tuesday. Bye. Are you Piper Parabo? Call in. <laughs> and we'll see you later. Do you have insider information about A Star is Born? Again, please call. Let us know. Yes. See if you, later. you have seen Star is Born, use one of those voice changers and call us. Yeah, please. Or we'll just use the voice changer when we play your call. Okay, perfect. Goodbye, bye. You will say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. Hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous. That was a HeadGum Podcast.